0: Happy Halloween! This is TVS Radio. This is
1: Connect the Dots. And this is your host, Tom Edison, uh... Speaking. That's right, this is Connect the Dots Radio Show. Hey, happy Halloween, happy Hallowmas, happy All-Soul's Day, and happy All-Saint's Day. And for you who happen to know about the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Though it's not spelled like that. It used to be celebrated about 2,000 years ago in Ireland, the UK, and Northern France, where they uh, started their New Year on November 1st. And on, uh, the, uh, their New Year's Eve, which would be our Halloween, they lit large bonfires and put on costumes to, uh, uh keep away the ghosts. Because um, they didn't want any bad ghosts uh, interfering with things, and uh, and of course it, everything you know mutated into what we got called Halloween today, you know. And that is the other old story about well, you wanted to put on a costume to look like the ghouls and the bad creatures so they wouldn't recognize you as frail human beings, and you could make it safely through the night. And that's why we still wear the scary costumes. Well, did you know that? Anyhow, hey, it's uh, Halloween in New York City already. How about that? And uh, in a number of hours, hey, uh, the trick-or-treaters will be out going from door to door. You know, why am I wasting my time talking about Halloween? Hey, it's a big, big holiday, at least in America it is. I'm sure it's back over in the U.K. and where it all started with uh, the ancient Celtic festival thousands of years ago. I'm sure it's a big holiday there, too. But, hey, I think the U.S. is like we're the king of Halloween nowadays. But it even used to be better. You know, nowadays, uh, because they've had so many problems with this and that, uh, the parents end up uh, taking the children out by their hands, like, before Death start. Where if we go back uh to the twentieth century, you know back farther 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 in time, or hey, we're going back in time here uh there was a time in America when uh on Halloween the children were allowed to go out by themselves and maybe stay as late as ten p m in the darkness going from house to house, and houses were uh had their front porch lit still, and you could you and your gang or friends could go up there and knock on the door up until about 10 p.m., sometimes even a little later. And your parents were allowing you to go out and do this, and you would come home uh, because everybody uh, had their house, uh, front porch, uh, except the grumpy old people lit up and had plenty of candy and gifts and, and money and all kinds of goodies ready for you. Uh, you would come home with a, a pillow sack full of candy and goodies. Yeah, that's how good it used to be, you know, and then uh, as time went on, uh, you know, there was a couple of the, you know, I don't know, crazy people that started uh, Rooney Halloween. Uh, one Halloween, somebody put some razor blades in apples, you know, and a few people got hurt. And then all of a sudden, there was a worry about everything and the, uh, the thing, the holiday became more of a worry than a party time. And then parents became more concerned and then, uh, you know, other things that were, uh, weren't packaged uh, gave way to everything had to be packaged if you were going to let your kids to pick it up. And then the parents had to check the candy and all kinds of bad things happened. It only took one bad apple <laughs> to spoil the bushel on that one, but that's how it degraded. But we still have the costume parties for Halloween, at least in America we have. And, uh, you know, those are big things for the older people. In fact, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you uh, before I end this Halloween uh, bit here, uh, a true story, I, I was on a bus. Hey, I'm in New York City. We do take buses in New York City as well as subways. And uh, um, I was sitting near the back of the bus, um uh, kind of like over the wheel well where the seats uh, on the older buses used to face each other. If you were sitting in that part of the back of the bus, uh, near the back, not the total back. And so somebody could sit across from you and you'd be facing them. so these uh, two girls get on and uh, it was about seven o'clock at night and they're obviously going to a costume party. One of them had devil costume on, you know, the... The horns. She was carrying a pitchfork. The other one didn't have much of a uh, costume on at all. So I guess the one I, I I went I spoke to the one with the the devil costume on. And I go, "Ooh, you're the devil," and she goes, ha, "Ha ha ha, yeah." And then I said to the other girl, "What are you for Halloween?" And she goes, "I'm fat and happy." <laughs> and we all laughed. Yeah, she was a little plump, but just how she said it, you know. And I wasn't embarrassed about being a little plump either. I'm fat and happy. All right, so much for Halloween, you know. Uh, you can take off your mask now or put your mask on. Hey, it's going to be amusing tonight. Um, or, uh, you know, when the trick-or-treaters come out, are they going to be wearing masks over their masks? <laughs> or are they going to be wearing masks under their masks? And, uh, you know, that's how crazy that everything has gotten. Well, so much for that. I mean, talk about going crazy. The whole world is going crazy. I mean, it started with the uh, it started last year with the the COVID scam dam scam It's not a pandemic. It's a scam Everything that uh, the official government sources tried to tell us, the news people tried to tell us, everything they told us has been a lie since the beginning. None <laughs> if it's true, you know? And, uh, unfortunately, the people of this day and age in 2021, there are too many sheeple and, uh, too few people that still know how to think for themselves. The, the, the sheeple, the people sheeple have been brainwashed by mass media. For too long now, to the point of there's a a large percentage of the population, they'll believe anything that the uh, teleprompter readers on TV will tell them. They'll believe anything a doctor tells them. They don't realize that. One, all the TV people are, they read off the teleprompter screen, and whatever on there, they read it because that's what they're getting paid to do. And they just do it because they want to collect their paycheck. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. And probably half the, uh, the world doesn't realize that. Maybe more. And then, uh, you know, all the sources of information that become official, the government lies to you. They they have their official uh, messages to tell you because they're part, all part of the scam. We have to talk about this a little. You know? Uh, they need to take off their masks (laughs) permanently because they're masking themselves as if they're still doing something for you, as if they ever did. But anyhow, government is, is, uh, and all governments right now, they're acting on a big charade. It's like Halloween every day for them. They've got their fake masks on, uh, you know, with their surgical masks on and they are lying through their teeth, you know as the saying goes. And they're all part of the scam, the scam-demic. You know, it's a partnership between uh, Big Pharma, government, the New World Order, uh, all the TV networks, you know, uh, mainstream media, as it's sometimes called. Even the newspapers in on it now. Newspapers that used to be reliable sources of it, they're in with it. They're they're all part of the plan now. And... uh, we can call them different segments of the elite, less than 1% of the population, but they are manipulating all the information out there. And they try to, uh, when we go on social media and we try to tell the truth, they are, they got their trolls out there trying to take and remove the truth as fast as we put it up. And uh, that's the uh, real situation, you know? I, uh, I've i talked to real doctors. All oh, this is... Fa- this uh so called science info, it's fake info. It's all part of the plot, the plan, the story to manipulate you to get the vaccine which is poison. The vaccines are loaded with poison. That's what vaccines are from have been from the beginning. You know, let me just explain this to you one more time. Because you need to understand a vaccine is an illogical thing from the get go. It was uh, we don't know if it was maliciously intended to be that, or it was just stupid scientists back in uh, when they started this thing over a hundred years ago. I've mentioned it before, and I posted the cartoon on Twitter. There's a hundred a year old cartoon that shows the exact same scenario, and the cartoon is called the Warning. Uh, about a world takeover and how you would go about it. And it's the exact scenario they're doing now. First, they spray the poison in the air to get a few people sick. Then they come on, control the media, and tell you it's this, 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 that. You know, and you, you have to listen to them. And then they all uh, jab everybody with vaccines. It's all in the cartoon, too, very funny. And then they uh destroy all the local neighborhoods by closing all the small businesses, and everything they've done in this fake pandemic they did in this cartoon over a hundred years ago, so it says the plan for this was a long, long time ago. And if you're watching the numbers now, how many people are dying from the vaccines, though they won't tell you that on mainstream media, on the T V, no three, I gotta find that info out on the internet or listen to shows like mine. Connect the dots where we talk the truth, where I speak the truth. Hey, and it's a call in radio show, you know, 886276008 You have some truth to tell i call up and share it, you know? I do my best to reveal the truth. I say, hey, this is an educational show in that sense. I try to make it as entertaining as possible, but anyhow, that's it. A cartoon reveals the whole scenario over 100 years ago, and they're following to the script of the cartoon. I mean, how much more proof do you need that this thing was planned a long ago? But let me just go back to the doctors and the scientists, you know? Uh, with their uh, vaccine dairy. I mean, uh, the information now, the old thing goes, let's take it back to the Spanish flu. Well, the new information to explain what really went wrong out of uh, control with the Spanish flu was they started vaccinating people and the vaccinating people were making uh, people sicker than everything. They were telling people to wear masks and we know by the real science that wearing a mask ruins your health. That's right. You know, this isn't the black plague we're talking about. We don't see people dying in the street. That would be a serious situation, and maybe that would uh, remotely call for a lockdown. Uh, otherwise, there is no proof that lockdowns work. They just, they just do this to take away your rights. And uh, unfortunately, that's the way it's being played out. And so anyhow back to the uh the scientists and the doctors. You know, scientists do test and then they try to uh come up with some conclusion of what they believe they proved. And once the pharmaceutical industry about a hundred years ago found out they could make money, uh, you know, conning people to buy their concoctions, you know, and they saw how gullible people were, well, any science being done from like the 1920s on, especially from the 1930s on, was tainted with scientists willing to pretend they have solved a problem or diagnosed a situation correctly. And let me just use a little common sense here to give you a hint how illogical vaccines are. And they're still trying to present this uh, illogical conclusion on the mainstream media news, on the TVs Every day they interview doctors that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. That's the saying goes. They've been brainwashed in med school, and they try to tell you, well, the uh, booster shot shows an immune response. Well, let's clarify what's really going on here. When you inject poisons and vaccines have been loaded with poisons from the beginning, and now they're heavily loaded, the vaccines of today, first of all, (laughs) these aren't vaccines. These are really deadly concoctions, purposely designed to kill people and depopulate the world. You can't prove it's otherwise. So they're still going. Well, we had uh, a—that's the latest scam they're talking on the TV. We had a a great immune response with this, uh, 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 you know, supplemental jab, and even a better response with that. Well, the more poison you put into injecting to somebody, the stronger the immune system is going to respond. But that's your own immune system responding. That's not something they created. The immune system doesn't need anyone to inject poison into it to respond. It knows how to respond. And eventually, it figures everything out. As soon as you start injecting more poisons into somebody's system, you're destroying that immune system. You're overwhelming it. And uh, the proof is in the pudding. These concoctions that they're calling vaccines, which they can't by definition, by definition, to have a vaccine, you have to identify what the culprit virus is. And it's been mentioned time and time again, just about everywhere except on TV, that they have not identified this thing they're calling COVID-19. No one has identified it. And so it's impossible to create a vaccine for something you haven't identified it. So again, they're just making the stuff up as they go along and saying, Well, we've uh we have uh did minor research here and we have uh a survey that says uh we're getting a a, a strong immune response and like I just explained, let me explain it so you get it through your thick head here. When you inject poison into somebody's body, you're going to get a strong immune system. So the more poisons you put in, the stronger the immune system response is. And all the figures about, well, it's 90% effective, 90%, 1% effective. Uh, let's remember that uh, the real doctors had already figured out that your own immune system is 997 or 99.8% effective in this. Virus that they can't even identify or refuse to identify so that's the uh, ugly story that's going around you know and uh, unfortunately people are willing to have their rights violated uh, their businesses destroyed and uh, all of society our norms destroyed for having a, a good time in life by Crooked governments that are mandating all these ridiculous demands based on no facts whatsoever, you know? And the facts they do try to present, uh, you know, will completely fall apart if we just question it. All these uh, uh, fake doctors getting on here and talking about, well, we see good results. It's all a bag of lies. And they still don't know how to correctly interpret what they're uh, the info they're picking up, and then we got all the bad other things that would real people and real doctors who have done their investigation who are qualified to do these things. They've uncovered all kinds of other weird stuff in these concoctions that the government is telling you is safe and okay. We got nanobots in there. We got uh, DNA from insects. We've got. Uh, uh, the graphene oxide, some kind of black goo. I mean, these are things out of science fiction movies, and they're injecting them into you, and they're telling you it's safe, it's fine. And no matter how many people die, no matter how many millions of people get sick with really serious reactions, they're still telling you it's safe. How stupid are you to believe these liars, And they're willing to do that, lie to you, and it doesn't matter how many people die because the people lying to you are getting paid big money by Big Pharma and the New World Order. You know, with fiat currencies all around the world, they can print up an infinite amount of money to bribe all the key people that have all the power control positions in society. And this is where we're at. It's time for everybody to wake up. You know, and understand you have to resist playing along with this It's a depopulation plan, you know, and what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, plenty of miscarriages by women. You know, any of these things first showing up should have been enough to stop the whole thing. But no, they've doubled down and they got more people on the TV telling you it's safe, it's safe. And now they're going after your children to make sure they're sterile. Well, that isn't that a clever depopulation plan. Well, if all the five to nine, eleven year olds are sterile, when they reach puberty, they won't be able to have children if they wanted to, because they were all their their ability to procreate was killed by these concoctions, DNA changing poisons. I mean, am I getting through here? Well, that's the true story, and if. Uh, whether you comprehend it or not, you might want to re-listen to this show and tell your friends to listen to the show when, uh, in a couple of days when you can uh, take it out of the archives and re-listen to it. And maybe if you listen to it, uh, what I've said for the first 20 minutes here or 15 of the 20 minutes, you'll you'll figure it out that I'm making total sense. And the whole thing is a scandemic. It's a planned depopulation of humanity by the 1% elite controlled by the new world order I and mean, the rich people. They only want a certain amount of people on this planet to do the menial work for them so they can live a life of luxury and the rest of us have to work at slave, as slaves and slave labor camps. You know, uh, cost of living is going up. Our money is worth less, and that's what they want. They want to turn everyone into a third-world nation. That's what all the migration stuff is about. Let's get the poorest people we can find in the world and send them up to the people that are the middle class and uh, help destroy the middle class. You know, We'll, we'll invite all these poor people into uh, wealthier countries and we'll make the middle class, the hard-working middle-class people, pay for their free luxury life in in our country you know uh and that's what's going on you know and the the burden is on the middle class and uh you need to say whoa stop this i'm not going to participate in this anymore you know the situation has gone so far out of hand now there is no easy way out of this now it's coming down to uh Everybody needs to have a uh, join up in a big rebellion, and, and there might be blood in the streets. You know, I don't advocate blood in the streets, but you've let it grow. All of you have let it go on this far. It might get to that. You know, because your options are running out. The longer, the more you let government get away with stuff, the more they're going to try to get away with it because they're all being bribed big money. You know, and there's an infinite amount of money because it's all fiat currency. And the elite, they control all the banks and all the money printing presses, and they can print up as much money as they want to actually probably bribe every person on the planet. I mean, that's the uh, the new way with elections, you know, just bribe the voters, pay every voter uh a hundred dollars to vote for you, and you'll have most of the votes. Okay, everybody, a thousand dollars. What's the difference when there's an unlimited amount of money? And if you're in with the New World Order and uh, you're willing to uh, p- promote their agendas, you'll get that uh, as much money as you need to bribe every voter. And most people will take those bribes. I mean, come on, in New York City, they were uh, i don't know if the deal's still on—they're paying people a hundred dollars to go get a vaccine. Now, uh, you know, you're gonna tell me this isn't bribery. <laughs> Please. Uh-huh. New York, New York City, eight million people, and they're willing to pay everyone who gets the vaccine a hundred dollars. All you have to do is say, uh, uh, "Can I collect a hundred dollars to get a vaccine?" And they're gonna say, "Yes, you can." You know? So what do we got? Uh, eight million people times a hundred dollars. That's eight hundred million dollars. Ready to be paid out, of course. You know, uh, not everybody is going to go along with that, but we're talking a large amount of money, and they're willing to pay a hundred dollars a person. You know, I uh, people in other countries, you probably want to come here now if you don't. Uh, you're not worried about taking a plane to Russia and roulette with your body. Well, I just had to say that. You know, hey, it's Halloween. Are you going to a party tonight? I don't know. That's up to you. And it'll be interesting to see on the news tomorrow who, uh, of all the so-called famous people, uh, the famous people are now the people we hate, <laughs> because they're all in with the New World Lawyer, and they don't give a crap. They'll take the ride money, too, and lie to us uh, that everything is okay, and they'll pretend they took the vaccine and say, oh, it's safe just like everybody else, as long as there are enough bribe money there for them to say it, they'll go along with the plan, too. And uh, that's the sad story. Uh, I, um, keep me up with the news. Uh, the um, That's right, Election Day in America here is coming in a couple of days. You know, uh, on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday is Election Day in America, just about everywhere. And uh, even though it's not a presidential race, a lot of people in Congress, a lot of governors, and a lot of local officials are running for office. Now, if you, you know, we've... <laughs> People have been told, the general population has been told in all the republics that uh, your vote counts. You know, that's what a republic is. Uh, America's republic is not a democracy. There are no democracies in this world. I've said that before, but I just wanted to remind everybody, everybody. you know, they played the word games. You know, the uh, United States of America is a republic. Okay. And in republic, all the power rests with the representatives that you, uh, supposedly elect. And we know with the last presidential election here, uh, that there was so much hanky-panky again that the, the Democrats, uh, you know, cheated to win. And even though they found out they were cheating, there was so much bribe around that's how they got away with it and uh, the Republicans were going to court to uh, present their evidence, and they paid off the judges that the evidence had to be presented to uh, to reject the evidence and not allow it to be shown. And that's how they got away, but it basically there was enough evidence to prove that the election uh, wasn't won legitimately, but that information wasn't even allowed to go to court because they paid uh, certain judges along the legal process to not allow it. I mean, judges have too much power. The only good news about, uh, judges we can say is that the, uh, uh I'm gonna jump over to the, uh, Galactic Federation. That's right. The good ETs are gonna land their spacecraft on our, our world in, in a year or two, something like that. And they have, have, have they follow some rule of law called the Galactic Codex. The universe does, yeah. That's what the good guys follow. Uh, they don't, uh, you know, follow our uh, anything we have here on Earth. And they have also explained there is no prime directive like in Star Trek. They have the right because they they know all the bad things going on down here. They know the dark side. They call them the cabal uh, controls our Earth, and they are going to come down. And when they finally land, they will arrest. All the bad guys that they know exist, and they have the technology, they know where everyone is. Um, so anyhow, that is what is happening here on Earth. And when they come down, they the Galactic Federation of Light, GFOL, look it up on the Internet there's plenty of information there. Hey, hey maybe you need a, pa- I talk fast, maybe you need a pencil and paper to write it down. Uh, like uh, 2012 blogspot.com. And uh, uh, this uh, group known as COBRA, not the uh, individual uh, that was out a couple years ago. And, uh, uh not that one there uh, there's a real representation of the galactic federation uh by this uh, group known as cobra and they have somebody who uh, does uh, their social media uh, in- info and so the galactic federation of light via cobra has uh within the last year has completely told us what is going to happen when the event comes. The event is when they land on our planet. They are going to take control of our uh, legal system, and they're going to give us the galactic codex, which gives everybody the right to do whatever they want, basically, as long as they don't harm anybody. It's perfect. It's It's real freedom and a real type democracy. And the first thing they're going to get rid of is obviously the bad guys. And the next thing, with all the legal systems on earth, and I'm refreshed to hear this, there will be no more judges and no more lawyers. So that's going to uh, eliminate a lot of the bribery there because judges, I've known this from... uh, being a teenager. Judges take bribes all the time. There's a few of them that are honest, but most of them are bribe taking judges. If you have enough money to bribe the judge, the judge has so much power, he can make statements in a court trial and he can prevent evidence from being uh, brought to trial. Most people don't realize that. That's how powerful judges are. And lawyers, of course, we know most of them will sell that to the highest bidder. So if you hired a lawyer uh, to represent you, uh, if you felt you've been uh, built some injustice, and if it's up on the big scale, like a presidential election like there, the lawyers will be contacted by the opposition and bribed heavily to throw the case. And, uh, believe me, go do it. <laughs> so, Uh, That'll be refreshing once the event happens, once the Galactic Federation lands their spacecraft. We'll finally get some real justice here because there will be no more judges that can be bribed, and there will be no more lawyers that can be bribed. And the Galactic Codex, if you take the time to read it and go on the Internet, you'll find out it's a very fair system, and you don't need lawyers in a fair system, and you don't need judges in a fair system and uh it's the, uh, the- closest thing to democracy that that we could ever dream of, so uh that's it. Look it up on the internet google it galactic code c o d i x and that's the laws of the universe. We don't know about the universe because we've been kept in the dark purposely by governments for so long. You know that's how the that's what government was initially designed for, uh, to lie to the general public and manipulate them to do what the people in charge behind the scenes want them to do. And uh, from the earliest civilizations, uh, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Uh, Going back to uh, you know the history that uh, limited history that. the human race has been uh, allowed to hear. Always tells us the Sumerian civilization was the first civilization, uh, modern-day type civilization, on Earth, uh, going back about 6,000 years ago, something like that, or whatever time they want to list it as, and. Uh, they say it's a the early, earliest version of the type of system we have today. Yeah, they had public schooling, except it was truly public indoctrination then. If you went to their schools back then, you had to learn what they told you, not question anything, and if you weren't uh, allowing yourself to be brainwashed by their public school system that started back then, which was controlled by the government, and the purpose of the government was to get you to fall in line with the people behind the scenes wanted you to do. If you didn't learn your school lessons, you didn't get an F on your report card. You got whipped for not learning and not uh, submitting to what they wanted you to submit to. And that's how public education started. Plus, there's historical records on the on the clay tablets from the Sumerian uh, Civilization. They've dug them up and they've deciphered some of them. There's probably uh, you know twenty, thirty thousand clay tablets that haven't even been looked at yet. But they've discovered a lot of info from that. And uh, people six thousand years ago in the first Sumerian uh, city-state civilization, they were already complaining about the people who had the authority were crooked and not fair. Well, doesn't that sound like today's world? Well, it hasn't changed that much. And like I said, that's what the whole idea of government was designed for. It was a a giant con to make the the common people believe they had some say in what was uh, being perpetrated uh, upon them. You know, it was a step forward from the kingships where the king just uh declare, decreed declared the decrees and and you had to follow whatever he, he said and uh so it was a you know it was a different version of the kingship and uh, that was known as government and that's what we got now and, you know an updated version of the old kingship where the government still rules you. And so even if you elect the people in government, eventually they all get, or a large percentage of them get controlled by the real controllers behind the scenes. And it doesn't matter who you are. We know they're there. We can identify some of them, and some of them we probably can't even identify. But they're there, and they're less than 1% of the human population. And so I hope I've given everybody listening a good understanding about the reality we're in. We're still under the controls of government that is controlled. All governments are controlled from behind the scenes. And uh, the head agency that we can probably uh, refer to is called the New World Order. started back about a 100, well, it started a long, long time ago. Uh, the modern people we identify with the New World Order, the bankers, you know, uh, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, people like that, and um, they've been pushing the depopulation thing for, you know, close to 100 years, uh, if not longer, and uh, that those are the people that uh, pull the purse strings, and uh, we can uh, follow the money back to them, but there's be- there's worse people than that. Well, we'll have to call them creatures because they're not really people. You know, the takeover of the human race started hundreds of thousands of years ago. That's right. Maybe even uh, a million years ago, but uh, back when uh, people were really, really primitive, the superior beings from other worlds came here and they weren't all friendly. And many of them were aggressive and wanted to control and they saw the primitive, ignorant human, uh, could be easily controlled through all kinds of things like fear and superior weaponry. And so they had a field day long, long time ago and they've been in control. That's right. These beings from other worlds. Some of them are reptilian. Uh, some of them are even weirder and, uh, They, the bad guys, we can call them, and then there's the invisible ones that came out hundreds of thousands of years ago, and they're still coming here. Some of the invisible entities that are anti-God, you know, they they take advantage of the fact that uh, they're invisible to our. You know, human sight, we have parameters. We can see between a certain number of frequencies up to a certain number of frequencies. And that's our parameters for seeing. Uh, And if an entity, especially uh, an entity without a body, is floating around, flying around in our atmosphere, we can't see them. And they know that. And boy, do they take advantage of it. And that fits in perfectly with Halloween. You know we're all, we, in America, we're all familiar with the uh, the cartoon casper the Ghost. well you know he's the uh, spirit that uh, the spirit ghost that's considered a good one. you know he wants to help humanity, and the rest of his uh, uh, goblins, uh, the rest of the uh, ghosts are evil ghosts. They want to take advantage of their invisibility and do all kinds of bad things to everybody they can find. And they think that's a bit, oh, so funny. You know, they want to scare people. They want to uh, throw the monkey wrench in, as the saying goes to anything that people are doing. And that pretty well describes the spiritual world, you know. Fortunately, there's a lot of bad ones here, and they get away with murder, literally. And they talk people into doing stupid things all the time. They talk people into fighting Uh, when they wouldn't be fighting if they weren't being talked to from behind the scenes. And these spirit beings can contact you telepathically through your subconscious, and you think it's your idea. you know, And they're telling you, uh, that guy's looking at you funny over there. Go over there and hit him. And you don't realize that you're being fed uh, bad information by an entity who's hovering above you and wants to see you get in a fight because they like making fools out of people. Yeah, you can learn that from watching Casper the Ghost cartoons. But that's the reality. And then we talk about the fallen angels. You know, they're invisible too. Regular angels are invisible too, unless they want to make themselves. They have to slow down their vibration, and then you can see them when they want to. But if they're vibrating in their natural state, you won't see them because of the parameters of human vision. And which brings us, when we're talking about vision, it brings us to another topic. Uh, y- you know, uh, back in, uh, well, it didn't start there, but, uh, back in the 1960s, or maybe in late 50s, well, actually, it, it started with the uh, bicycle ride over in Switzerland. Uh, I think it was the, uh, see, the scientist, who invented LSD, stumbled upon it by accident, uh, working with the Rye Moles, and all of a sudden he went on the first so-called trip, where his senses were expanded, and that's essentially what LSD does. It expands your senses, and it expands your vision, too, and... Uh, so you can see things that you normally couldn't see. You can see beyond the normal parameters of human vision. And in the 1960s, early 60s, people began discovering that, hey, if I uh, take this substance, it was learned how to synthesize it by some young bright chemists going to college, that uh, you could make this a uh, product called LSD in liquid form. You could put it on... Uh, Pieces of paper, which were known as blotter. And uh, you also could put it, uh, crunch it down into a a small tap, like a tiny, 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 tiny pill. And uh, just a little bit was enough to get you to expand your senses. And um, as the youth of the uh, 1960s in America were quickly discovering, probably in other countries too, uh, that. well, wow. it made it made you aware of all that you hadn't been aware of, you know, and it gave you a new insight on what reality really is, you know. And uh, most people, when they they take an LSD trip, they have a good time. They're 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 uh, it's amazing, it's awesome, you know. Uh, I mean, sure, there's a few people that can't handle it, you know it's like not everybody's ready for it. So what the government did was find a few of these people that couldn't handle it, and they declared it illegal because they said it was a threat uh to people's health, you know? So because one out of a thousand people maybe couldn't handle it, they made a law against LSD. It was legal in the U.S. until 1965. But If you talk to people that have taken or you've taken it yourself, you'll quickly see it's not a bad thing at all. It expands your senses. You know, if you're you're some scared little uh, brainwashed stupid idiot who's been listening to what everyone else told you your whole life, uh, uh, listen to every authoritative agency that ever spoke to you, yeah, you might be scared into not taking it or they may have scared you so much that when you do finally take it, your, your fear will create a bad trip because your mind is a powerful thing. You know? Uh, reality is directly affected by your mind, but if you're just a carefree person and not even thinking about it, you take the LSD, you're not gonna have a bad trip and you just follow the device. Everybody says they've done it. And, uh, you know, those other people have done it. Everybody is in full agreement. Doing it for your first time, do it among your friends. Go, if you feel a little scared, you're around your friends. They'll tell you, "Don't worry, don't worry. It'll wear off eventually." And uh, you know, if you have a you can have a bad trip by doing it the first time and being amongst a crowd a, a crowd of strangers, and they're all evil people to begin with. Well, yeah, that could be scary because you'll you'll be tuning into all their evil frequencies, and you'll get scared maybe. Okay, but that's the reality. You know, if everybody got turned on to LSD back in the 60s, we wouldn't have this crazy world we have now because people would have wised up and realized how fake the government was, how fake the doctors already were, how fake Big Pharma was, and how fake the politicians were, and we would have got rid of the whole system back in the 60s. And we would have stopped all the wars, too. LSD could have done all that if it was properly managed by intelligent people. Of course, the government was having a heart attack. People were waking up to the reality of what a sham the whole uh system that we were on, uh, living under was, and that's why they made it illegal. They were willing to put people in. In some states, you still you get caught with just one little tab of LSD, you know, and uh they can send you to jail for ten years. And of course, the, the court, of judges are all in with the program. Yeah, LSD, oh, that's. The, that's a, a devil drug or something like that. No sense. They'll throw the book at you and uh, lock you up and throw away the key. And that's what I, the government has done with probably the greatest gift given to humanity to wake people up was LSD. You can get a minor wake-up, um, for those of you who uh, you know, a little nervous about expanding your consciousness too far, with mushrooms, otherwise known as magic mushrooms. Yeah. And uh, there are many people that prefer mushrooms because they they themselves know they can't handle uh, the real uh, LSD experience. And then, of course, during the 60s, we had the scientists creating, uh, the college scientists, they were adding little things to it to make it what was known as the trip. They would add a little speed to it. Uh, they would add some other things. And, but if you had your head on straight, you would, you would just have twice as much fun. But, uh, pure LSD, no, it's not going to harm anybody. And if you follow the rules, do it with your friends, nothing bad is going to happen. The hard, the, uh, the biggest, uh, setback with LSD, it's hard to find because people are worried about getting caught by making it, et cetera, et cetera. And not everybody knows how to make it. It's not an easy product to make. So, you have to have certain things to make it. I mean, the formula is out there. You can find the formula and go on the internet it's out there, but you have to know what you're doing to make it but um in regards to that if you re- if you don't know what how to make it uh the pure formula, the people won't get off, and then they'll be annoyed at you for selling them something <laughs> that didn't work uh, but you know. Uh I mean, that's the truth. I just had to say it tonight. And uh that might be a scary thing to do. Like, if you, uh, if you never did LSD before and go to a Halloween party, everybody with the mask on, boy, your imagination can can go wild in the wrong direction, especially if you're not with your friends and everybody's got a mask on, you might not even be able to recognize your friends. So I wouldn't advise that. But those of us that know how to uh, have done it before, it's a it's a cakewalk, no big deal, you know. The main thing is if you have control of your mind, you've got nothing to worry about. But it does expand your senses, so you can see things about real reality that uh, you're being kept from seeing. And, seen. and uh, in regards to what's healthy food, that's something uh, that's a truth will come to anybody who takes LSD. You'll quickly find out. wow, things like vegetables and fruits, especially fruits. Oh, they're better than any pastry you could buy in a bakery. I don't care what you like. And you'll quickly find out that the, uh, the fake foods you'll be able to identify the end. Yeah, they're really not that good, but your body will automatically go for the uh, fresh fruits. They'll be twice as delicious, 10 times more juicier. And, uh, It'll be a beyond believable great experience. And, you know, this truth I'm talking to you tonight, it's important for people to understand anything the government has ever said about LSD is a friggin' lie from the get-go, you know? And there was, uh, originally, uh, the military thought they were going to take it to mind-control people, but LSD does the exact... Opposite, it frees your mind of controls. There's a funny video out there that circulates around the military. They were filming what happened to the soldiers that they gave LSD to that uh, they weren't told they were even giving something that would do something to them. They took them out on a patrol and tried to get them to do calisthenics and, uh, and march, and everybody just went the wrong way, and they stopped listening to commands. Well, if that ain't a freedom drug, I don't know what was. And of course that was horrifying for the government. That's when they became hell-bent. We can't let the people be free thinkers because then we can't control them. And that's why LSD is still illegal. But that's the one substance that um, could awaken humanity in a couple of days if everybody was allowed to try it. And sure, there will be a few people that weren't ready for it, so it's simple. Before you do LSD, do some mushrooms, and you'll get an idea of expanding your senses. Uh, it's a mild a mild expansion of senses. And if you pass that test, well, then then go for the LSD. You know? It, um, it won't harm you if you have your head on straight. And, of course, we know there's a lot of people that don't have their head on straight, and they probably shouldn't do it. But even some of those people have a good time. Because... Uh, it takes away your inhibitions. Uh, it takes away your brainwashing to where you're finally free thinking, and that's why it's a wonder substance, you know. And uh, like I said, the original find was coming off of mold spores uh, on rye bread, so we can call it a natural product too, you know. If we want to make it uh 100% natural product, well, let's just get those uh, spores from uh, bulls on rye bread, and uh, people will be getting that bicycle ride experience by uh, Mr. Hoffman, I believe, was the guy who was working uh, for Sandoz over in Switzerland, and he accidentally discovered this and what, a lot of people, because this is never talked about publicly until nowadays on free radio shows like this, where I don't need anybody's permission to talk about this, um, it expands time. Yeah. You know? If you've done LSD, you know that what happens in one hour seems like it was six hours already, depending on how heavy the dose was. It expands time so more things happen in the same amount of time, which tells you uh, a lot about time that it can be. It's, it's a thing of perception to a certain extent. And as straight people, we should know this from just going to public school. That uh, you know, the school. Let's say starts at eight and ends at three. Well or 3.15. So when the clock comes close to 3 o'clock and everybody's had their full of uh, school brainwashing for the day, we all become clock watchers, especially if you were in a school that had a big clock at the back of the room or the front of the room. And when we're watching, waiting to get to 3 or 3.15, those last 15 minutes seem like a damn hour because we're watching the clock so intensely, we're slowing down time. <laughs> You know, and everybody has experienced that, that has gone to public school. Ah, so much for that. Hey, this was a call-in radio show. Uh, but it's kind of late to call in, but hey, anything is possible. Um, I, I always ask, um, just in case they're listening, and why wouldn't they be listening to every radio show? Well, we've got too many radio shows on this planet. If the ETs out there, the good guys, the Galactic Federation, why aren't they listening to all the, uh, uh, free radio shows like mine? Why aren't they calling in? I've, I've asked this many times. You know, I've gone on Twitter and, uh, made comments, you know. Hey, call in the radio show. Let's have an ad lib conversation. You know, I gotta wonder, what are they afraid of? You know, I mean, really. I mean, what they don't, you know, most of the the uh, galactic federation uh, entities from other planets, other systems. A lot of them are are uh, they only communicate telepathically? But I'll say it here, and I'll say it again, just in case they are listening. You know, those of us here on Earth that have a good vocabulary, uh, and I know from experience, because I've had telepathic communication, there are certain things and ideas and concepts and agreements that can be reached with a verbal conversation or pinpointed down with a verbal conversation that cannot be done telepathically uh you know it's like uh it's like tweeting people here's the, the the flaw it's not a flaw really but here's the reality of telepathic communication you send your thoughts out there telepathically those of us that know how to do that and everybody who knows how to pick up telepathy picks up the pictures uh the picture communication system that you're projecting out there. Which makes it simpler to tweets on the phone. You know? When, when you tweet somebody on a phone and the message shows up on their phone, you have a one-way conversation going there that you, if you want to respond to, you have to tweet back. And then they have to listen to your one-way conversation. Okay, there's two-way conversations can ha- happen telepathically. But um, let's just say, if I'm projecting telepathically to a million people out there, uh, they're not all going to interpret my communication the same way. And there, there might be a million separate questions. But, If I'm having a verbal conversation with somebody, just anybody, I can pick it with anybody, and uh, I know how to articulate specifically what I want to say, and I can use all kinds of examples, and the feedback comes from the person I'm talking to, and I respond to what he's talking to, and it's an ad lib conversation, and one thing leads to another and reflects back, and all this can be done in an extremely fast amount of time, those one million people that I want to communicate with will definitely understand what I'm talking about. Assuming I have a good understanding of the language and I know how to articulate with words to specifically pinpoint what I'm talking about. But when you're projecting pictures to a large audience uh, and expect everybody to get it exactly the same, sometimes it works. And then sometimes uh, there can be a lot of misunderstanding. You know, I say it all the time to people. There's always room for misunderstanding in the conversation. And, of course, that can happen telepathically, too. Uh, especially people that haven't mastered telepathy. And here on Earth, most of us haven't mastered telepathy. Most of us don't even understand what it is. So if the Galactic Federation would like to get us all in sync with what they're trying to do, they need to communicate with us verbally, because uh, telepathically they're going over the, the heads of ninety-nine percent of the population, whether they know it or not. And if they if they're avoiding having a conversation with an intelligent human being like myself, they're not even going to know about that because they they're, they think they don't have to have a verbal conversation with us, you know. Because we know, we human beings, we have bits of information that the telepathic community does not have. And uh, they might not want to believe that, but believe me, uh, I'll put it, let's put it to the test. Hey, I've got the radio show. You find somebody in your group from another world that wants to call into my radio show. And I'll quickly find out what they know and what they don't know by simply asking questions. And uh, that, uh, and I'll prove to them that hey, you see, you would have never learned that learned that if you tried to telepathically communicate with me, because maybe it took me uh, a thousand words to explain, which I couldn't possibly do telepathically, because that would mean projecting all kinds of other pictures and stuff, and you still wouldn't have the picture, you know. Uh, because I can fine-tune it better verbally. Well, so much for that. I had to put that message out there. We're coming to the end of the show, and I just want to let everybody know. Uh Music videos are a good way to send messages, and uh I've got a lot of them out there. i got 25 music videos on YouTube. Hey, the name is Tom Edison, you know, Um I tell everybody, you know, uh, go go visit my Subway Fantasy. If you spell it P H A N T E S Y, you just Google it, and uh, I've got uh, four different versions there. I got Subway Fantasy, I got Subway Fantasy Two, Subway Fantasy Three, and I got the uh, the trailer for the original one up there. So there's four different videos relating to Subway Fantasy. P-H-A-N-T-E-S-Y. Just Google it uh, in the Google bar, and that'll get get your start to watch my music videos because they're entertaining, and I've got knowledgeable things like Planet Earth that are described, the words to the song, The Earth She Loves You, uh, describe things that uh, will have meaning you know, that's out there on YouTube too, and I'm gonna end my show very soon now, and you're gonna hear the lead guitar solo at the end of my song, Are You the Party in Kind? And that video was out there. It's a reminder, it's a visual record of what it is to be the Party in Kind, and if you watch that, you'll understand, and you'll be able to fairly judge, Are You the Party in Kind? And uh, because I wrote the song and I have recorded it and I've got the video out there for all my videos I do myself. Yeah, some of them are perfect. Some of them are almost perfect and some of them are haphazardly put together, but they're out there. You know, the message of the song is usually uh, based on truth. Uh Okay, and then uh, followed by that lead guitar solo at the end of or the party's time is my anthem. I got to be somebody. Yeah, I got to be somebody, or I got to be somebody. Google it. I got the video out there, too, on YouTube. And then you can see the horse riding away at the end, and if you listen to it on the end of the show right now, you can hear the horse galloping away at the end. Watch the video on YouTube, and you'll see the horses galloping away. Okay, Mr. Engineer, it's time to take us out of here now. Everybody listen tonight, uh, archive the show in a couple of days and listen to it again because I gave a million years of worth of information in this one show, uh, that probably nobody else would be, would be able to have done. And it's all for educational purposes and a little entertainment. Okay, Mr. Engineer, here's the countdown. Oh yeah, an, an audience, tell your friends to tune in next week. And uh, anybody who has a cell phone that wants to call in, that's all you need. And you can call in and give your two cents. Okay, here's the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero.